You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Welcome. I hope you're having an amazing day. You are listening to Provisions and Libations, and I am your host, Robin Bogue, on the Mission Matters Podcast Network. Today's topic is wine tasting in Santa Barbara County. We hit the trifecta. We went to Los Alamos, Guadalupe, and Orchid. Maybe you haven't heard of any one of those very small towns on the Central Coast, actually the Southern Central Coast of California. Santa Barbara County is located obviously above Santa Barbara and goes runs up the 101 all the way to the Santa Maria Riverbed. And it has nestled within itself these very small communities that are surrounded by vineyards, ag land, cattle, and everything California gringo. And we, my girlfriend and I, Victoria, set out on a Friday afternoon to go look at possibilities in real estate for opening a business that would have spices, clothing, wine, all sorts of just anything locally made, culinary experiences. It's just an idea that we have and we thought we had run with it. We both had the afternoon off on a Friday. The sun was out. It was beautiful. It was about 80 degrees. And so we took off for Los Alamos thinking that there might be something available there. Although we didn't come upon anything like that, we did stumble across a winery called A Tribute to Grace. We had not heard of that winery. And we were taken back by the adorable decorations that they had set outside the door with a empty wine bottle with a label that had the appropriate color. They had the most beautiful rinoculas in the glass leading you up to the doorway. So if the label had orange, it had an orange flower. If it had yellow, it had a yellow flower. And of course, we were drawn into that. And then once we saw the wine flight, we were actually drawn to that. And we sat down and we enjoyed a wine tasting. And it was called the Sacred Four Spring Grace Flight, that the name is a tribute to Grace Wine Company. And all of the wines that we were able to drink that day or taste that day were Grenaches. And they were not just from our area. They were from all over California, which enticed us a little bit more just because of the education behind it all and tasting fruit from another area and then having it made in our area by a woman winemaker. Angela Osborne is the owner. And she had a lovely selection of wines. The one that stood out to me was her Grenache Blanc. And the way that she described it is Royal Jasmine, Stone Fruit, and Sailboats. Who would have ever thought to use that name, but it totally worked. And yes, you have to use your imagination and you have to step outside of that box. But we did and had a wonderful time. The other wine that stuck out to me was our 2021 Grenache Whole Cluster. They described that as Sandalwood, Rose Otto, and Amber Love. And it was also brambly, 
and fresh ivory, which all of those resonated. So if you're in the Los Alamos area, I definitely recommend stumbling across a tribute to Grace. You will not be disappointed. As our journey went that day, we drove over to Los Olivos, which is another very small community, also surrounded by wine and vineyards and tasting rooms. And we went to Los Olivos Grocery because that is a fun store that has a deli in the back and is set up with all sorts of fun different eating items, different choices of chips from different producers that you don't find locally at your grocery store, a little more elevated, a little more obscure, a little more gourmet. And then they also have a wonderful wine selection. So we went and looked at that and they had a great spirit selection. So we were looking at that and beer as well. So that was a quick stop. We did come back north on the 101 freeway. And we went to a place where she wanted to check out. And it's a it's kind of an, a, a node to Joanna Gaines with the silos in Waco, Texas. We have that out on Betaravia in the heart of Santa Maria agricultural land. And she wanted to go see if that could be converted into a marketplace. So we drove out there. It's probably not something that we could do, but it was fun to experience and fun to check out. And then from there, we ended up going into the town of Guadalupe. And if you haven't heard about Guadalupe, it's a very small community. It's been here for a long time. It was really known for the Steakhouse Far Western. Back in the day, the Far Western has now moved out of that area about 15 miles south into Orchid. And the building is still there. So we went to go see what kind of real estate was available there. And then we ended up on a new company that just opened recently called the Guadalupe Social Club. And we wanted to check it out and see what it was all about as we'd been seeing it posted on social media. Friends of ours were taking pictures and, you know, tagging themselves at that new location. So we went in and we were pleasantly surprised. And yes, you'll have to go to my website, eatdrinkandbemerry.online. I do post about my podcast and I do post photographs. And with that, I am posting photographs of my adventure that I'm speaking about today. And I will have pictures of the interior of the Guadalupe Social Club as the vibe in that room was so fun. We ended up doing another flight of wine and sitting there talking. She saw people that she knew walk in. I saw people that knew me who had walked in. And so the conversation just kept going. We spent about two hours there. It was another part of a lovely afternoon for us. And we were able to enjoy great wine, great camaraderie with people we hadn't seen for a while. And then also amongst ourselves, the wines that they had, they did have a flight of four. They had a rosé, a Chardonnay, a blend and a Pinot Noir. And all four of those wines were amazing. I would have bought any one of them to take them home to enjoy myself 
or with friends in a backyard patio, barbecue, whatever. One of the things that I wanted to point out of what they had available was ranch water. If you haven't heard about that, you haven't been traveling to Texas or anywhere in the Midwest and you haven't watched Yellowstone because they advertise that on the Yellowstone series. Ranch Water is a newer product. I still have not tried it. When I was in Texas recently, I was going to buy some. Couldn't find it in the store. And the reason why is because they were sold out because it is that popular. I did not notice this on their flight that day when I was there, but I took one of their flight cards and one of their product listings and I saw Ranch Water and I was like, oh my gosh, I missed it. So that is something that's going to get me to go back. And if you haven't tried it, try it because it's the in and up and coming and the trendy and the brand new beer seltzer type drink that they're drinking in Texas. And as a note and a thanks to Yellowstone. So before we left Guadalupe, we were going to go and have dinner at one of our favorite places that has been there for many years. And when we were in high school, we had gone there. And as, you know, young adults, La Simpatia, we were super disappointed as they had just closed. And it's a small mom and pop Mexican restaurant that has been there for years. And so we were not able to eat there. But on our way back to the vehicle, we passed a newer location, a Mexican restaurant that also serves hamburgers and some other American food. And so we went in there, had dinner there, and we did a salsa tasting. And I ended up getting a chili verde burrito wet. She ended up getting the tacos. And I just had water just because I was drinking wine earlier and I had to drive. So I didn't want to put myself in a bad situation. So I just had water, but we had the best time there trying the different salsas. They had three different kinds and one was super hot. One was lime green. Again, you'll have to look at the pictures as I did take pictures. So then that way you could see what it was. And we just had a, a lovely time talking about food and drink. I said, you know, this is going to end up on my podcast, Provisions and Libations. This is a perfect food and drink segment. And she would have been on this interview. She actually got COVID and has no voice. So she is not able to interview. That's why I'm doing this solo and taking care of business by myself. But she will be back one day. We have another program that we're going to work on together. So our evening did not end there. As women, we decided to continue on and we ended up going back into Orchid. And Orchid, California is another small town in Santa Barbara County. It is a new wine scene, a new, as they have five or six, maybe even seven now, wine tasting rooms. They have a lot. They have a couple breweries. They have some restaurants and it's been the local hangout on the weekends. It's been, it's a lot of fun to go. So one of the newer places that has opened is Larkin Sparrow. And that is owned by two women, local women. And their wine list is different than any of the other wine bars in the Santa Maria, San Inez, you know, Arroyo Grande, San Luis Obispo area. They do have a wine flight that has white wine, bubbles, spritzy cocktails, dessert wine. They have beer on tap. They have bottles and cans. They have rosés and orange wine and then red wine, sake, and then non-alcoholic offerings. 
And so going in there, I told her I'm trying something different. It's not going to be from California or our surrounding areas as if we've got a wine list to choose from something else, I'm going to go for it. So I chose a 2020 Coats de Rhone and from the Rhone Valley in France. And I was so pleasantly surprised. It was so smooth and easy, delicious, ripe, juicy. I didn't make notes, so I can't like put any notes to what what flavors I was getting, but it was at the end of the night, the perfect wine for me to finish. She also went with a theme. She got a 2020 Pedro Pera from Itata Valley in Chile. Hers had a little more robust flavors to it, but again, it was still a lovely wine. It was perfect for her. She likes a little bit more grit without being gritty. And I liked a little more floral without being floral. I wanted it to, my wine to be light and airy and uplifting, which is kind of not how you describe a red wine, but I wanted something just refreshing really at the end of the day. And before we were calling it a night, because at this point it was like 9 30, 10 o'clock. So we had been out and about since about one. And we had a lovely afternoon. And so it just goes to show, we started out that day wanting to go find a business location to start a new business, possibly. I mean, it's just dreaming and talking as two longtime girlfriends would do. And we ended up doing what we both love. We've both been in the wine industry for a long time and we were able to just sit and enjoy. And so if it's something that you like, if you like wine, I definitely recommend popping in places. Yes, since COVID, a lot of places require reservations. They're coming out of that. They don't, some of them, unless you're out on a wine trail, like I know Paso Robles still really, that wine scene really recommends having a reservation on board. And if you do want to do something where it is very structured, I definitely recommend doing reservations. But we were off the cuff. We were going with it as the day went. Nothing was planned except, hey, let's go drive around and see if we can find a building to put a business in. And we ended up going to four wonderful places. Three of them happened to be women-owned, which was a total fluke. We had no idea that we that had even tied into it. But what an amazing tribute to women as following their dreams, following the pursuit of creating what they want to create. And so I encourage you to, especially with this weather that we've been experiencing in California, and I know it's been dry and sunny for about a month now, but we're heading in to another rainy season when this podcast airs. We're supposed to be having another atmospheric flood here in the Santa Barbara County. I hope it's not as bad as it's been. We're not used to that. And it did slow down business for a lot of people. It closed roads and mudslides and washouts and things like that. So hopefully it will not create so much havoc and we will be able to stay open. Everyone stay safe, slow down, get your tires checked, get your headlights checked, you know, that whole drill. You know what I mean? Anyway, thank you for taking the time today to listen to wine tasting on the Central Coast and wine tasting in Santa Barbara County, women winemakers and trying something new, rolling with it and that whole deal. So thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please follow Provisions and Libations wherever you listen to podcasts. I will be back next week with an all new episode. I am your host, Robin Bogue. 
You can learn about me on my website, eatdrinkandbemerry.online, or my LinkedIn profile, Robin Bogue. I look forward to entertaining you, informing you, and enlightening you with the perfect accommodations for connoisseurs of provisions and libations with an Epicurean flair. But first, let's eat and drink. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.